Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Booth Review with myself, Nathan King. And Brandon Hagley. And not Travis Cooney. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, the Astros, LOL. Uh, we're going <laughs> to <talk, laughs> be talking about that Game 7 coming up, some Sabres news, obviously. Uh, Ken Dorsey and his uh, terribleness. And, yeah, we'll just be going through, and you'll see, I guess, as we go. We'll start off, though. Astros, like I said, LOL, lose game seven, 11-4, kind of a blowout. Opinions? Yeah, uh, well-deserved loss. Uh, not a fan of what they do down there. Good for the Rangers. Rangers have been known to be a cursed franchise in the past. Um, never winning a World Series. Um, they Heartbreaking loss in 11, though. Yeah. Uh, to the cards, but... Yeah, I mean, lots of playoff heartbreak for them. Good for them to go back go to the Cards. World Series. Adolis yeah. Garcia owns Houston. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Game 7. Cardinals four. legend. Cardinals legend. Four hits, two home runs, five RBIs. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad. Corey Seager, three hits. Corey Seager, underrated. Very underrated. I will say for Houston, they got the bats going. It's just they weren't putting runs on. Yeah. Uh, the, El Tuve, two hits. Bregman, two hits. Uh, Jose Abreu, two hits. Uh, Jordan Alvarez. Much as I hate the Astros, he he's quite good at the sport. Three hits. He as might well be the there. second best playoff lefty in baseball right now, yeah. besides Kyle Schwarber. Actually, third, Bryce Harper. Fourth, Nathan King. I just saw. <laughs> yeah, Nate King drag bunt. <laughs> it's a lock. No, uh, I mean, there's not really much to say about it. Uh, the Astros obviously have their success. Very good team. Uh, they they just didn't get done in seven. Um, I'm happy though. I can say that uh, pretty confidently, just because you know, after the whole cheating scandal a few years ago, everyone just hates Houston. And I'm kind of on board with that. I hate everything they do in that program. So yeah, in that program, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And also, I wanted to throw this out there that fans left in the sixth inning. They're starting to pour out of that stadium, which I think is kind of like shows what kind of fans they are. Oh yeah, as soon as they're bad again, no one's showing up. Yeah, like. Baseball is the one sport where a seven-run game, or at that time I think it was only a five-run game. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you leave in the sixth inning in a five-run game? If it's game seven of the ALCS that you paid probably close to two or $300 to be at. Quite a little bit of money, especially those front row seats. Yeah, people just people started. Just, like, Did you see it? Yeah. No, it was I wish, ridiculous. I, I wish I had that kind of money, but I – just for the hope with how unpredictable baseball is, unless it's, like, over and done with completely, I wouldn't leave in the sixth inning. No. It just seems too early, especially with the price he paid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's not really much said to that. Uh, go Texas. <laughs> go D-backs. Go D-backs. That's kind of where I'm feeling. But going into that, uh, Diamondbacks in Philly, uh, who will win, you know, is the big question here. Uh in my opinion, I think Philly, just because the bats. That well, being said, a big factor in this game is Ranger Suarez, who has an ERA of .64 in the playoffs this yeah. year. But I think he's due to get shelled tonight. I'm picking Diamondbacks to win tonight. I think the Diamondbacks could win tonight, and I hope they win tonight. Uh, if they get the, you know, obviously limit the home runs, the uh, Philly's a big, um, I guess, home run team. Uh, big yeah. play. I mean, if they, you know, keep stealing as they do, I feel like they'll be fine. But it really just comes to giving not can't speak. <laughs> it comes down to them not giving up the big play. Yeah, and uh, this is one of those games where I think both teams are going to empty the tank and give it maybe every single pitcher <laughs> if they have to yeah. on the field. Um, Philly's obviously trying to get back after losing the World Series last year. 
Arizona hasn't been to the World Series since they won it in 01. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, they've got a lot to play for, too. Um, Obviously. But, (laughs) so, yeah. um, We might see Zach Gallon tonight. We might see Zach Wheeler tonight. Uh, Probably empty the bullpens, empty the benches, batting-wise. I mean, you can't blame them either. For one game, just go all out. You kind of have to, obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think you try to get to the World Series and then worry about it later. Yeah. Even if you drop a game because you don't have pitchers going forward, I'd rather drop a game than not make it, you know? Yeah. So, no, um, so in my opinion, it could go either way. It's going to be a good game. It's about 30 minutes until I think it's 8.07 when it starts. Mm-hmm. Weird time, always a weird time for baseball. Yeah. But Diamondbacks, 8.5. That's my thing. I'm going to pick them, 8.5. I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick the Phillies, 6-2. Cattell Marte, solo home run in the fourth inning off of Ranger Suarez. <laughs> That's my beat of the day. You're, you're calling that. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Um, starting off now, uh, we'll go into some football stuff real quick with the Eagles beating the Dolphins uh, on Monday night. Uh, I was a little incorrect in the sense where I thought um, I thought it'd be a lot closer than it actually was. Yeah. Um, it's I, tough to win in Philly, though. Yeah. It is. I definitely agree with that. Especially um, on pri- prime time. I hate the fans. Yeah. Always. Yeah, it's me just too. Philly sports. Um, that being said, it was a good game. I doesn't make me change. I still would rather have Tua than Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yep. But it was a pretty good game for the most part. Uh, the Bills struggled, obviously. Uh, they've been very disappointing in the last few outings. They've just been bad. Yeah. Which, yeah, they've just been bad the last two or I three I can't even weeks. argue that. And Allen... In, in my opinion, it's kind of stat padding in a sense. It sounds weird to say as a Bills fan, but he's, yeah. he's played terrible, which I'll get into that later, but it's been terrible until the last two minutes, and then he goes off, has 80 yards in that part, another 80 there. Both, half of his yards are within two minutes. So, um, yeah, I feel like padding there, they've been bad. In my opinion, I think I'm completely off the Dorsey train right now. A lot of that is the play calling. We look much better when – we're at when two minute drill yeah Yeah. when Allen's out there calling his own plays um Dorsey's just very predictable and I said it last week so I I won't go too in depth with it but I think after after a stinker the previous week and then watching this week it's just really tough to continue to be like yes this is the team I want to watch well when you get out coached this week by Matt Canada that's saying a lot about your offense yeah uh when (laughs) when you um can't offensively put up points against the team which has a good defense but a team that turns the ball over often and a team that really struggles without Matt offense. Judon by the way yeah um my god another concern unrelated but Tyler Bass has looked terrible the last two weeks yeah they can't uh trust him right now which leads them to go for it and then I hope they don't cut him I hope they because kickers I feel like get where they have like a bad game or two and they're just like okay they're done they are they cut. talking about cutting him no, I don't believe so, but you've seen kickers recently. Uh, oh, who was just cut? Had a good uh, first four weeks. I can't remember. Brett Maher. Yeah. And yeah, a good game he had the other day. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm saying two bad games and kickers are out. You know, it's kind of yeah. like you perform or you're gone. Unless you're, like, all pro. Yeah. And that's why I, I, I hope Tyler Bass gets together because I, I actually really do like Bass. He is a good kicker outside of, you know, recent. But yeah. I think the one he missed, though, was definitely the win. Because you're not going to slice a ball that bad into the stands. They're, yeah. they Kickers are head cases, though. Yeah. It's kind of like pitchers, too. I think in baseball is very comparable to that, where they're 
one playing a different sport in a sense than all the other players out there but two once they mess up and you know especially in like playoffs or something like that once they struggle they continue to struggle yeah it's like this goalies are the same way too yeah Yeah. it gets built inside them uh so but as a Steelers fan Hmm. uh with all the things going on Actually, real quick before I touch on that, I just want to say your opinions. I th- I think the Bills need another weapon. Yeah, I do. Um, and I think it's got to be a significant weapon. They can't go out and get another mid-level receiver like a Cole Beasley. That would yeah. do them no good because they already have one good receiver and about four mid receivers. What they what Gabe Davis is uh, a mid plus receiver, but yeah. he's still mid. He shows up sometimes and other times no. Um, but what you can see is when you're watching is guys like Shakir aren't that good. I'm not gonna no, lie. No, he's not. I mean, he's uh, mid. Yeah, very mid. Uh, <laughs> I think they need to get. There's a name out there floating around that I think that he's not. He's uh, his contract ends at the end of the season. I think he'd be a good rental for Buffalo and maybe even a potential re-signed candidate is Michael Pittman Jr. I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, I think just the Bills need anyone that even at that level that that's good. Um, right now we're just struggling because teams kind of have our offense figured out yeah we have digs out there and they realized oh if we cover digs we we <laughs> throw our we throw a our second corner on gabe davis you know they'll put their number two on davis like they should and, and then, should they'll, then they'll put the one and three on digs yeah and, and some safety help yeah with some safety help and he with, still plays well but he still plays one receiver well. doesn't really do it but then you have a bunch of mid-level receivers out there i already mentioned you know shakir hardy's uh, mid deontay hardy yeah um James Cook's one of our best receivers out there. Yeah. And he's, Obviously, Kincaid's going to be fine. I think Kincaid is going to be good. He I did. I, I was encouraged by the uh, increase in usage rate of him on Sunday. I think Knox is going to be on IR, though. Yeah, he, he has surgery, surgery on his so. wrist. Yeah, which is good for them, actually, I think, in my opinion. It, it sounds he clogs terrible. up the offense. As much as I like Dawson Knox, um, he's been very disappointing, and I'm ready to see what Kincaid can do. I hope Dawson Knox you know, recovers fine. Um Maybe that's what was bugging him, but he's had some drop issues, which he kind of has his whole career. Yeah. But, like, when the ball's in his hand, he does well. The problem is he never gets there because he decides to just throw it to the other team or just kind of mm-hmm. drop it completely. I think so. Dawson Knox is a fine starting tight end, just not for that price tag. I think cutting ties with Dawson Knox would not only open up cap space for them to grab a legit elite receiver, but also help Kincaid kind of flourish into that starting tight end role which they intended to give to him, but yeah. Dawson Knox which, was already there. And Kincaid, I think Kincaid's going to be really good, though. He looks like a safety net. He doesn't really drop anything. So. No. I mean, he is just – he's Travis Kelsey light right now with potential to be more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's pretty good when your comparison is Travis Kelsey. I just think he's going to turn out fine. It's just – I think we do need another receiver. And I – God, it just – run the ball. Run the Sometimes, ball. Sometimes give it to James Cook and stop – Stop the pitches. We don't need a pitch. They they never work anymore. You're going against a good run defense, and you throw it six yards behind the line on second down. Why? Get some help. We don't need that. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, off on my chance on the Bills. I know um, one more thing. I'm oh, going to throw out. I'm going to throw out two other names potentially. These are more long shots because of their name power. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins, the guy that they were trying to go after in the off season as a free agent. I think he's going to get traded. Maybe to Buffalo. Maybe not. But I think he's less likely to get traded than Pittman. Pittman's unhappy, and he's on the last year of his deal. And another name, which is an even longer shot, but the Bills are favored to land, is DeAndre Hopkins. According to Caesar Sportsbook, Bills are 4-1 to one odds to get uh, Devontae Adams. 
Yeah, okay. I, I, was I accidentally said Hopkins. I was like, didn't you just? Yeah, my fault. Devontae yeah, Adams. Very big long shot, huge contract. But if we got him, that's our number one now. As, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's close. I think Diggs is just as good as he is. Devontae Adams might be the best route runner in the league, and Diggs is probably top three. He might be two. Um, I, dude, I think Diggs is the best route runner in the NFL. I do. <sighs> There, that's what I'm saying though. But you have that debate when you have these guys. You're when not, you have them on the same field at the yeah, same time, there's no way you cover them. No. So if they did that, I did see some news about Derrick Henry. Shut it down. In my opinion, it'd yeah. be dumb. Trust Cook. If we're not going to use a running yeah. back, we don't need. An you don't old need Henry. a over the hill. I mean, he's obviously still pretty good, but he's an over the hill running back with a huge price tag. You do not do that. Yeah. No, we don't. You don't pay running backs no. it's right i don't care who you are point. yeah the Wait, only one that i would even consider paying is christian mccaffrey and just, he also has yeah. injury questions running backs are there's a hundred good running backs there you only see a great running back every few years now yeah um that's actually worth signing longer yep but it just comes down to it's no longer a running game maybe it'll change eventually but running backs aren't as durable as they used to be no so which Running backs weird. are all scheme-based as well. Like, we're yeah, seeing that right now with DeAndre Swift. Uh, okay. Are we done with the Bills news then? Yeah. Okay, finally moving on. Wait, wait. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, one more thing. <laughs> five more things. Uh, Steelers, they got a win. They look good. 24-16? 24-17. 17. I was off by a point. We don't care. Kickers don't matter. Uh, Steelers look good. Um, in my opinion, though, like I said, they look better when Pickett's calling the plays. Yeah, the whole fourth quarter. And that's one of those performances this Sunday that made me just grin ear to ear because every storyline that was negative about the Steelers turned into a positive. Deontay Johnson is back. He played very well. George Pickens proved that he can be a number one separating receiver. Um, Kenny Pickett remains to be one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the NFL, the entire NFL. He plays like pretty mid the rest of the game but he is one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the entire nfl it comes down to okay uh a couple more and then you can go okay real quick yeah yeah tj watts the best defensive player in the nfl i'm sorry he is and i will say that our running back duo played outstanding both of them he's that guy Najee was also really really good is that it that's it that's all i got Yes, uh, so to wrap up what he said there, Steelers are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Steelers uh, are going to the Super Bowl. No, um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with everything you say. T.J. Watt still doesn't get his flowers, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't understand it. He plays for a historic Steelers franchise. He's done nothing but prove he's the best edge rusher in the NFL every single season, and still people like to say Miles Garrett's a better football player than he is. I think Kenny Pickett comes down to scheme when you're talking yeah. about it, where obviously Matt Ken does terrible the offensive line's very mid horrible yeah a lot of penalties normally too um you put him i I keep mentioning him but you put him in that eagle situation can you imagine kenny exactly eagles about kenny pickett in san francisco yeah absolutely it just really comes down to these play oh my god can you imagine if he had Ayuk? yeah christian mccaffrey debo kittle that line (laughs) yeah that offensive line oh my god um um it just comes down to that and i feel like people write off pickett and i feel like unfair he did he did disappoint early on but until he doesn't have uh, once matt cannon is not there maybe you can critique him a little more yeah the um, one thing i will like i'm very confused about is why all of a sudden when the steelers have a rookie quarterback you can start judging rookie quarterbacks like they're 10-year vets but any other rookie quarterback oh he's a rookie you know i think it's just because it's the steelers have a rookie quarterback 
Oh, I feel like Malik Willis got judged pretty heavy last year. Yeah, but he's just bad. Yeah. That's the story. <laughs> no, uh, I, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, so I think uh, Steelers' defense is probably the best in the league. If it's if, not, I would say it's either the Niners or the Browns, but they're easily top three. But it's not the best in the league in terms of well-spread, like versatility among players. Right. It's the best in the league because they have the best player out there in the league. Yes. Disrupting In my opinion, they're also the best safety in the league. He is criminally underrated only because of the guy playing below him. Yeah. Now, Minka, Minka's all right. He's very good. <laughs> He's very good. Top if, three. Top one. Top two. two. <laughs> if it's not him, it's Derwin James. Yeah, but it's very, very I'm close. I, but that being said, I, anyone could use Minka. So yeah, um, not the best uh, safety duo though. No, that's that's true. They're Bills also both thirty-five. They, but, but still very good. Still very good, especially number twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, the Steelers a stat that I thought was fun. They have fifty-three consecutive games, fifty-three under four hundred <laughs> yards of offense. Yep. You want to you want to tell me the next highest streak after that? The Patriots with 12 games. And there was another team in there also with 12 games. It might have been maybe the Jets. It was another bad team. Maybe the Giants. Was it the Giants? No, the Giants had a good game before that. I, believe. I can actually really? check real quick. 53 is crazy regardless, and they still find a way to win games. Their last uh, 15, they're 11-4. and four. Yeah, during that streak, uh, they're 32-21-1. Yep, because uh, Mike Tomlin wins football games. It's I hate to break Packers. it to you. The Packers. Yeah, that game. makes sense. Yeah. I hate to break it to you, though. Mike Tomlin wins football games. I'm sorry. He does the most with Zero the least. Zero losing seasons. Yeah. Under his tenure. So. And he has had far from the best talent in the NFL roster-wide yeah. his entire career, except for the Super Bowl years. Yeah, give him the Ravens roster right now. That's the Super Bowl. I mean, it might be, you know? <laughs> like, for example, people like to say, like, that team in 2017 should have won a Super Bowl, which, mm-hmm. I mean, arguably, yes. Like, Ben Bell Brown. Look at their defense, though. Their best player was, I mean, Cam Hayward, which it's tough to really impact the game when you're getting doubled in the middle like that. Their secondary consisted of Ross Cockrell, Sean Davis. Um, oh, my goodness. Who was who the other corner? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to tell you. Uh, let me think about it. He was terrible, dude. Artie Burns. Artie Burns, Artie all-time Burns. Steelers draft bust, and then Mike Mitchell, who was awful as well. well we That's the worst Artie secondary Burns. of all time in NFL history. <laughs> and they still won 13 games that year. Oh, the Bills right now might be comparable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need Levi Wallace out there. and we yeah, might you could have Levi Wallace for a bag of chips. I might take that deal. I think the Steelers are going to trade for J.C. Horn. Word oh, on the street. He's very good. Yeah, he's Horn's one of the most underrated corners in the league. I would trade our first-round pick right now for a good corner. Uh, MVPs of the week, I have Lamar Jackson up there. Lamar and, Jackson. And the Ravens. Uh, I would say Miles Garrett's on there. Miles Garrett, oh, my God. He, at his size, he should not be able to jump over a line. Yeah. That's crazy. Second-best edge rusher in NFL. Yeah. He, he might be a top-five player in the NFL. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think he's a game wrecker. Absolutely. Uh, I also have the Eagles just because that would – Big win out there to go out there and beat the Dolphins, especially with people saying, oh, they're not. Um, they talk a lot. I still don't like the Eagles. Yeah. I would say specifically for that game, their offensive line. Yeah. Because uh, they usually are the X factor in their football I love games. their offensive line. I hate them as a team. Yeah, I agree. I'm a big Jason fan. 
Big fan of Lane Johnson. I like uh, oh Malota Malata. Yes, yeah. Landon Dickerson. Good group. Um, yeah, some worst of the weeks. Travis I, Kelsey's got to be on that list too. Yes, has to be. Yeah, I think he had a career high receiving yards. I think I'm gonna put Mark Andrews on there because he's actually the he only one game. that showed up on my fantasy team. He had a great game. So shout out to Dante Foreman, three touchdown performance, Chicago Bears running back. Really helped your performance. Yes, 33 points in fantasy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Herbert uh, for doing nothing for me. Eckler too. <laughs> I yeah, Eckler five for me. Come yeah. on. I, I really appreciate drafting you guys in fantasy every year. It I appreciate trading the farm for you, Austin Eckler. I appreciate uh, it, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate trading. Why don't you grow some hair? I appreciate trading uh, <laughs> 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 Trading my first-round pick for Justin Herbert. Yeah. So that's good for the dynasty. Um, <laughs> worst of the week, uh, Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. Yeah, He's I've already said it. Get out of there. We hate you. Um, <laughs> Levi Wallace, welcome to the worst of the week. Welcome. <laughs> Puka Nakua had like 200 yards on you. Uh, we're going to go with the Lions. Yeah, shout Lions. out to Jared Goff. What happened? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. going to shout out the Titans, too. The Titans. They're fire sailing everybody. Yeah. They have, I think A.J. Brown, again, has more pa- or more receiving yards than all of the Titans receivers. I'm also going to throw Mike Gesicki on this list. I know that he scored the game-winning touchdown, but his celebration was stupid. <laughs> I hate that when he does the bad gritty. So annoying. He has a Nate King gritty out there. Yeah. Yours is better. No, I, I wouldn't say that necessarily. <laughs> um, oh, who There's got to be more. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to look up real quick. Um, the Washington Commanders offense. Shout out to them. Seven points against the New York Giants. Oh, Alexander uh, Volkanovsky. Uh, knocked out in three minutes by a head <laughs> kick. Yeah. Yeah, really showed up. I get you were on 12 days notice, but that was bad. That I watched that fight. I was rooting for you, and then I was like, ooh. Yeah, that wasn't good. Um, Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis. That was a minute He got ago. little boyed by Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely agree. Uh, the worst- Buffalo Sabres offense. <laughs> <laughs> Any ref. Just refs in the NFL. Refs in general, in any sport, any level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Angel Hernandez, I don't know what you did, but probably not the right thing. Probably not. That's <laughs> why you're not working in the playoffs. We'll come back to it if we come up with some more. But, um, yeah, I'll go on now with the Titans fire sale. Uh, they plan on pretty much shipping away everyone, including people like, you know, Derrick Henry, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Byard's gone to the Eagles. They just traded a for six and a seventh. I and believe. Terrell Edmonds. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Steelers legend Terrell Edmonds is now a Titan. Man, the Titans might have won that trade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on. honestly, though, like, they're not going to keep Bayard. I mean, it's not a bad deal for them. They could have gotten more, I think, than Terrell Edmonds. No, they, they weren't trading for Terrell Edmonds. They're trading to get rid of his cap space because Terrell Edmonds is on a one-year, $2 million deal. I know. I'm just saying, I feel like you could have gotten at least a fifth out of it. I feel like a six or a seven done. He's over lot. thirty though. He's like thirty-two. So I mean, ship him to a team that wants to contend, missing the safety. Ship him to the Bengals. Well, he went to the Eagles. I'm saying they could have. No, they could have. Could have him to the Steelers. I don't like that trade necessarily for the Titans. I love it for the Eagles. Uh, you know, because I mean, the, realistically, the Titans aren't trying to compete. They're trying to dump cap and completely restart, which that's a good yeah. deal because they give up what Byer was making probably over ten million dollars. Do you think they try and ship Malik Willis? Hmm. I don't know if he has any value. 
I mean, someone might take a flyer on him. But well, they, I think he's starting this week. So He's going to apparently split. Or split with Levis? Yeah. yeah. That's probably the best idea, and whoever plays better to keep them. I think Levis probably will. Yeah. But. I would keep Levis. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, they plan to ship everyone, uh, rightfully so. They'll they, probably uh, tell Ryan Tannehill to pack his bags. He's going to play in the CFL. I think Tannehill, yeah, he's going to the Hong Kong Dragons. Of the <laughs> yeah. I just think. Tannehill. Get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> you know, Tannehill, he, he shouldn't have been a starting quarterback for three years, and they just did keep – I don't know. I think he's the reason they didn't win a Super Bowl that year they were in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Tannehill. If they had anyone else, they might have beaten the Bengals. Didn't they lose in overtime? Yeah, they did. Yeah. I don't know. Tannehill is – I don't know what his comparison would be. Like, terrible. Yeah, I would say like – He's like he's like a poor man's Trent Dilfert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's just really bad. Yeah. Uh he his comparison to me is like a Kyle Orton. Yeah. So. I, that's not horrible. <laughs> that's not the worst thing ever. I would say like a 38-year-old Ryan Fitzpatrick. Maybe. No, no. Fitzpatrick was balling at the end. I mean, he was okay. He was good. He was good. I think his I I mean, he's not He's He's a modern day Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was elite for a couple of years. Modern day Joe. I'm saying like Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco now. now. Okay, yes. that's a little better. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, you worded that a little weird. He's a current day Cam Newton. Current day. <laughs> he's a current day Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> I honestly think Ben's better now. He's a current day Ben Roethlisberger with a Matt Canada offense. Yeah, and an entire leg cut off his body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Titans have to sell. They've been awful. Uh, do you think Vrabel will be on a hot seat? Um, yes, but not because he's bad. Because they're completely resetting the entire franchise. That's what I was thinking. That maybe he'd just be kind of the fall guy towards it. Yeah. Um, did we talk about Belichick getting extended? We did not yet. But that is a little ridiculous. I think it's a little absurd, especially with how old he is at this point. And I feel like he, he hasn't shown anything since Brady left that shows that he's a good football coach. He just can't coach an offense. Yeah. The defense always looks elite, but the offense is just very mid always. Yeah, and the defense hasn't been great this year. They've been good, not great, like uh, years past. And he never really, respectfully, doesn't even draft that well. No. Uh, he got real lucky. Really lucky with Brady, and then... Brady's offense kind of carried them for years, and yeah. then he signed like Moss and stuff for some of the years and things yeah. like that. But like, I mean, he drafted a, a quarterback in the seventh round, turned into one of his better receivers, Edelman. Yeah, he got lucky there too. It, but I don't. I just feel like an extension at this point doesn't feel warranted. No. Um, Sabers are two and four. They could. What's the score right now? They were winning two nothing. Well, they should help. Jeff Skinner, all he does is score goals. Yeah. Sabres 2-0 at the end of the first. Hopefully they can hold on, but as it stands before the game ends, they are 2-4. Uh, I said, all I have down here is they really need to pick it up. They um, So what's going on with the Sabres is uh, Coach Don Granato is trying to instill a defensive style with this team, a more disciplined defensive style, which is taking away scoring chances from the other team. However, they're just not generating chances. It's the sh- good I mean, chances. They're flipping like, the puck towards the net from the blue line and calling that a scoring chance. I feel like the biggest problem that I've noticed while watching the game is just the lack of shot on goal. Yeah, well. like good quality chances. Like I'm not even blaming like um, Levi at all because it. it I don't. Know, they're getting bad the turnovers. Shooting, bad turnovers and the teams a lot of times two on one opportunities, but they also are generating two times as many shots most most games. 
So yeah, I, I mean it's just not the style of hockey that this roster is built to play. Last year, for example, they would win every game six five or seven six, which I'm completely fine with because it's a young, high flying team who's built to score goals. And we had over four, three or thirty goal scorers last year, and just this year they're they're just not scoring goals. I think the highest they scored in a game is three goals. Uh, I can check real quick. Three or four, which not many actually. They scored. They scored three. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not um, not very high considering last year a lot of games were shootouts pretty much. Yeah. When it came down to it. Uh, very different. But I keep saying I'm not worried just because they are young. They do have stuff to figure out. Mm-hmm. And it kind of with without veteran lead a lot of veteran leadership a lot of it's figuring out what works with this team. Yeah, and which obviously we're a, seeing this is not the way. This is not the way. Um, I don't. Know. I mean, the team's one point out of the playoffs last year, and the team they were one point behind went to the Stanley Cup final. I mean, they didn't really have much wrong last year. Mm-hmm. I would have just stuck with that. Hockey, anything can happen, man. Uh, we need to go on a run, though. That's where I'm at. I feel like it'd be good. Just for morale to go on a few game win streak. Yeah, we're going on a little road trip, I think, here soon, starting tonight, which I'm actually very happy we're going on the road because we, our uh, our arena is about fifty percent full every night during the week. So, uh, they do play better on the road. They do. And Darlene talked about it in the off season. He said like, uh, we're a bunch of young dudes who have never been to these cities. We have fun on the road. We go out to dinner before the games. Mm-hmm. Like. They just have better experiences on the road. They will build, like, team chemistry. Like, I will say about Buffalo teams, they always become a family, and a lot of it is getting a good locker room in there. Yeah. Um, I feel like once this team learns each other better, they're all young. They're going to pretty much go through their entire hockey careers together since with all these contracts. So it's really just about – a lot of this team bonding is, go, is very important, honestly, especially with a young team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like discipline has to be very important because they are young as well. Right. But I think – Hopefully it gets to a point where they can defend home a lot better. Uh, the arena's electric, so I feel like... Sometimes. On certain nights on the weekends. During the weekday, it's about 70-30 opposing team fans, which is getting a little old. I think Sabres fans need to step up and start buying more tickets. It just comes down to winning. And it shouldn't be that way, but it, that's all it's coming down to for the fans. Yeah. but um, uh, Two guys I'm worried about. One a little less than the other. The one I'm worried about a little less is Tage Thompson. He's been a no show. He just he can't. He's getting quality scoring chances. He's just not putting the puck in the net. And I think he's just he's too good to not end up be having a good year. But it is still concerning still to see him play like this. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy is Alex Tuck. He has just been an absolute piece of garbage so far. <laughs> he's a turnover machine. He doesn't generate scoring chances. He has one point through six games. <sighs> For a guy who really scored 36 rough. goals last year. Yeah, I mean, Cousins early on, like the he first did. Three he's, games. he's been better lately. Has been better. Uh, first, uh, he was a turnover machine. Every time he was on there, he was just yeah. terrible. That's how him. Tuck is. Tuck's a little worse than that right now. He's just he's a mess. I think yeah. benching him is warranted for a game just to get him off, like, get it off his mind. Like I said, though, the players very young. Uh, a lot of these things just come with discipline. They'll learn eventually. More consistency will come. Hopefully. Yeah. So As I say this, they'll probably score tonight, and then I'll look stupid tomorrow morning. Which, I'm okay with that. As long yeah. as the Sabres are winning, I'm happy. That's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I think next up we have a bit of a quarterback tier list to go through who we think uh, are the best quarterbacks in the league. I'll give Brandon time to pull that up. Got it. Uh... 
Thank you guys enjoy. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Do you want to start off? Um, I think just are you just naming quarterbacks or see that's what I'm gonna do. Um What's the is it tier what's the tier list? Tiermaker.com. Tiermaker.com. So what we're doing is we're first time we're doing this, we're listing NFL quarterback tiers. Just the starters, obviously. But Okay. Uh so the first one we'll start off with that I have on here is Jared Goff. Jared Goff's an interesting one. Because obviously he did not play very well Sunday. However, he's having a, he's had a pretty good year. He's had the he's got the Lions sitting at five and two, correct? Yes. Uh, I have Jared Goff as a B plus quarterback right now. Yeah, right now I have Jared Goff in the A tier. Actually, a tier. I mean, just because I think obviously excluding last game, uh, that was really tough. He looked terrible. Yeah. But the whole team looked terrible. Maybe they just didn't come out ready. I think as for a season, he's been a very good quarterback out there. Uh, Amonra is the true number one, and that's just my opinion there. I think Amonra is the real deal. He is. And, um, uh, that's Goff the only reason I have him in B-plus is because of last week, or else I would have him in A. And for those that don't know how this works is the tiers are S, A, B-plus, B, B-minus, C-plus, C, D, and F, for mine anyway. Yeah. S I, being the best. Yeah, so I have S, A, B-plus, B, C-plus, C, D, F, F-minus. Okay, so I mean, same amount, right? Yeah, pretty much. It all, yeah. Um, okay, so Jared Goff. Next up, we have Tua. Tua, I have an S. I have him as the number one quarterback in the NFL right now. I also agree. Uh, Tua has been that just that offense in general has been the best offense in football. And without Tua, it wouldn't be that way. I want to go back to what Tyreek Hill said a few years ago. Uh, well, like two years ago when he was traded to the Dolphins, saying that. Uh, who was the best quarterback he's played with? Yeah, and which at the time was wild, but right which now, which is a crazy thing. <laughs> but right now, Tua looks like one of the elite. Yeah. So I can't even be mad at that, you know. Um, yeah. In a minute. Uh, next up, we have. Oh, give me a minute, Justin Herbert. I have Justin Herbert in B plus. I have Herbert in the A tier. I mean, I like what he's done stat-wise. I always usually like what he does stat-wise. He just he's not a winner to me. And he's never been a winner. He's just kind of like a stat-padding quarterback who's I don't know, he's like a Philip Rivers, dude. That was a very good comparison someone threw out there. I think it was on one of the talk shows. He's going to have a Philip Rivers-style career where he's never going to win anything. He's going to have great stats at the end of the day. I think his stats have looked good. I feel like a lot of it hasn't come down to him this year. Like, maybe it has other years, but I feel like this year he's played extremely well, and a lot of it's been the injuries, especially to the offense. I mean, he's only had Eckler a few weeks, and even in his carries has not looked very great. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying he's bad. I mean, B-plus is still pretty good. B-plus is good, but I'm I'm just justifying why I put him a little higher in A, putting him at top five at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, Next up, we're going to go with... Anthony Richardson. I have Anthony Richardson in the B tier. I think he is the second best stat-wise quarterback from this class. I have him as the number one quarterback in the draft class, just strictly based off of his potential. And he flashed it this year. He's just got to find a way to stay healthy next year. Injuries have been a little bit of a concern to start, which it, maybe it's his reckless play, style, just you know his running and all of that. 
Um, but I feel like, you know, that could get better. And I feel like he's been really good this year, just as flashes. I'd put him higher, but we it's only it's so limited right now. Yeah. But with a mediocre Colts roster out there, I feel like Anthony Richardson has looked very good this year, and he's the number two quarterback in my opinion. But ceiling-wise, I can see what you're saying. I feel like he has the most potential to just boom. Yeah. So – He's one of those dudes, like an Allen or a Mahomes, that just has like superhuman like abilities. Yeah, it can just break the game. Uh, next up, I'm gonna put the other rookie out there. I'm gonna put C.J. Stroud. I have C.J. Stroud in A tier. He's one of my three in. Oh, that's not right. Hold on. He is an A tier, but one of these guys does not belong in A tier. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, he's one of my t- uh, one of my two guys in A tier. He's been unbelievable. I think so far he's been a top five quarterback in the entire NFL this year. I think this year he's been a top five quarterback in the NFL. I have him at B, which is good, but it's only because it's still such a small sample size. Yeah. So maybe he's just on a good stretch, but I do think his potentials look really good, and I think that next year he could bump up even higher for me just because, you know, obviously if he continues to play the way he does, but I feel like just because he's so young, I have him in B, but which is good to say because I have Bryce Young quite a bit lower. Um, yeah. Next up, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is an interesting case. Um, he started off the season really, really slow, obviously, and he's now out for a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, I have him in B tier. I think before his injury, he stepped up and had two really good football games and flashed the ability that I uh, said he had in I, our preseason uh, outlook. I dropped him a bit. I have him in C tier, whole Oof. grade letter, and it's only because. It depends on the field you get when you're going out there. You're either going to get a guy that's going to play at a high B a high B level, uh, and, you know, he has shown flashes, but you also have other times where he goes out there and he plays like an F-tier quarterback. That's why I didn't put him in B-plus is because he's got to show me a little more. But I also think his floor is obviously, like we said, a D, F kind of guy. So, I don't know. I feel like B is a good spot for him. C's not egregious either. I think it comes down to just – a lot of it's the team that's around him, but he's also like five and twenty-two in his career starts. That's also true. Which is until he just doesn't win enough for me to put him higher. But we'll see. But then again, you have players already who like um, C.J. Stroud's winning right now with a terrible roster. Yeah. Um, next up, I have Mahomes. I have Mahomes and S just because he's Mahomes. He's he had a really really good game Sunday, his first really really Mahomes like game all year. And I think he's going to build off that and just have a really good rest of the year. He's, if he is Mahomes, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I think I'd put. I don't have it, but I think I'd put him like an A plus. But I don't put it S right now, just because. In terms of QB, yeah, but I feel like with the team it hasn't been good, and I feel like he hasn't impressed me like he has. Last game was the first one that has this year, but I feel like Tua and Lamar have both played much better this year. Yeah. Um, Lamar, Lamar, are we going to go to Lamar next? Yes. Because I have a lot to say about Lamar. I think Lamar is arguably right there with Tua this year with how under, I mean, he's been even more underrated than Tua. I think Lamar has had a career year. He is in the MVP conversation right now. Yeah. People talk about figuring him out and I feel like he's really switched it up a lot where he's become a lot better of a passer and he's become a lot more poised with that. Mm -hmm. But don't sleep just because he's become better at that. Still, his running is amazing. He can break, he can break and make any play out of nothing. And I will say the only team that has him figured out is the Pittsburgh Steelers. He has not had a good game against the Steelers yet. 
Fair. And he's never beaten the Steelers' starting quarterback in his career. I think the Bills have always played pretty well against Lamar. That's because we just rush everyone at him. But if he <laughs> plays like he has this year, that wouldn't work. Right. Um, but it just comes down to, like, Lamar is doing stuff that you don't see from other quarterbacks. Some of the plays where you're like, okay, I'll put it this way. He's the best at broken plays. Yes. He makes, when there's nothing, he will find someone. Now that Ben's retired, yes. Yeah, but he does some of the same stuff. Right. Well, he's not running, but he... Yeah. That one play he had to, was it, uh, it was Aguilar, correct? It was Aguilar in the back. That reminded me of Prime Ben. Just the way he uh, escaped the pocket. He, like, ducked under two people, yeah. did a spin, rolled out, and then mm-hmm. completed one crossbody. Yes. Crazy. I don't know. I feel like he's been just S-tier. Uh, I do know. I don't know why I said I don't know. He and that, has yeah. been S-tier. And that concludes my S-tier. Is only Tagovailoa, Jackson, and Mahomes. My S-tier and A-tier are both done. My A-tier, I have one left, and I think we know who it is. Jordan Love. Not Jordan Love. <laughs> Not Jordan Love. <laughs> anyway, we're going with Jordan Love right now. I have him currently in the C tier. I, I have Jordan Love in the D tier. He showed flashes early, but he's also, like, which has shown, like, he has potential, but I feel like as of late, he hasn't been that great. Yeah. Um, the thing with Jordan Love to me is his expectations. Um, he was a first round pick. Well, Rodgers was still there. Kind of a Rodgers Favre situation. He's supposed to be the successor to Aaron Rodgers, and he just hasn't been so far. Packers lost to a really, 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 really bad Broncos team Sunday. Uh, offense didn't show much. I just don't think he's the guy. God, they they need to get people around him though. I'll say that. Like, yeah, no, offense. their receiver room is among the worst in football. Yeah. They don't have a true this is why superstar. The Aaron Rodgers struggled last year. I'll put that out he there. He did. He looked horrible. Like, he did not have a good season at all. Like, he looked like a mid-tier quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of that was because of that receiving core. That's true. Yeah. Uh, speak the Some of these injured guys I'm not going to rank, uh, like Aaron Rodgers, of course. But I will say uh, Zach Wilson I'll probably put, like, a D to an F. I have Zach Wilson in C simply for this reason. He's fought through a lot of the criticism and adversity, and he has actually turned the Jets into a decent football team. And whether that's on him or not, I mean, you can't win with an F-tier quarterback. No, uh, I feel like he's become a very good game manager. And I don't think he's going to be – I don't think he's going to come out and do anything special, but I think as long as he can manage the game correctly, limit turnovers and move the ball, let the defense do what it does. That's why I don't have him F, but I will put him – D because I think he manages the game well but even a C like I think he'd be for me he'd be a low C if I did put him there but I I have guys in D and F that just aren't winning at all and aren't really comparable to Zach Wilson is why I have Zach Wilson in C fair um next up I'm gonna go with uh Baker Mayfield I also have Baker Mayfield in C I think he is in the same boat as Zach Wilson where he's not overly talented and maybe he's not the reason the Bucks are winning a couple of games but he's definitely not the reason they're losing games either. Yeah, I agree. I have him right in the C spot. I think that he's kind of proved people wrong because they had completely ri- or had him written off. But I feel like he's not doing anything flashy anymore. I feel yeah. like since his injury, he hasn't really looked the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Since his injury on the Browns and then Carolina was rough, but he's had a resurgence in a sense, and that probably is due to the core around him, good coaching. And um, he's a very good leader. He always has been. Whether solid. Yeah, they're not horrible. Mike Evans is still having a really good year. Chris Godwin's Chris good. Godwin's alright. The right. offensive line's good. Mm-hmm. Tristan Wirfs, stud. Dog. Stud. Beast. Hawkeyes. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. 
I don't know. Baker's all right. I feel like I'd rather have him than a lot of these guys on the list. Yeah. Uh, one of those guys that I have on the list is going to be Deshaun Watson. I have Deshaun Watson in B minus. You have him much higher than I do. Because when he has been healthy, he's been really, really good so far. He just hasn't been healthy. Um, I have him under guys like we named earlier, like Richardson, like Fields, like Herbert, like Goff, simply because he's just not as good as them. But he's not horrible. He's better than Mayfield. He's better than Wilson. I think B- minus is appropriate. I, I don't know. Oh, Sabres scored again, 3-0. Guess who? Skinner. Jeff Skinner. Again. Best in the world right now. Middle stat has two points. Middle stat gets points every game. <laughs> anyway, my thing with Deshaun Watson is I feel like a few years ago he was really good, but I feel like he hasn't won him any games. He doesn't do enough. and I, He has been hurt this year, but he also has four touchdowns, three picks. Um, he just doesn't show the flash that he does it to me, and that's why I actually have him in D quite a bit lower. D? I have him terribly low. Wow. I just don't think he's been that good. That's insane, dude. <laughs> that's wild. I you, can, I you can call me out. I just don't think he's proved anything to me, and I feel like he hasn't really managed the offense well. I feel like he can show a flash here and there, but it's two plays a game. Ah, dude. He's, he's When he was healthy in the first two games, he was really good. I don't know. I'm going to list him for you. Just to, just to prove my point. Hold on. I'm looking it up. He – come on. All right, football reference. In uh, week one against Cincinnati, he was 16-29, 154 in a touch. Week two, 22-40, 235 in a touch. And then week three – was it week three? Yeah. He was 27 of 33, 289, and two touchdowns. So week not four, five before he got knocked out, five yards, one pick. Yeah. I mean, he obviously wasn't playing well that game, but like, he hasn't been healthy. He and, hasn't uh, been healthy, but my thing is, is other than the Pittsburgh game, he has not really faced a good defense. Yeah. He's faced Cincinnati. They, I mean, they lost a lot of their corner help, uh, obviously, without having, um, oh my God, just. Jesse Bates, right? Yeah, Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, he's a Falcon? Yeah, Falcon. anyway, without him, they their defense just hasn't looked as good. Uh, Tennessee, he did really well against, but Tennessee is a wreck all yeah. around, really. Uh, Indy, he was hurt, but I feel like, I don't know. I, I, he just hasn't shown anything to me that has warrant, warranted him to go higher. Maybe you can yeah, argue I, mean, I have B- minus as, like, below average. Yeah. So he's not great, but I don't know if, I don't know about D. Amen. I'm cool with arguing for it. Uh, next. I'll argue with you, and then I'll, I'll get into a fight with you. Uh, yeah, uh, that's some Alfred State type yeah, stuff. <laughs> uh, Kenny Pickett. I have Kenny Pickett in B. I do. I. Which is about, it's halfway, or no, it's slightly above average. Kenny Pickett's one of my C-plus guys right now. Yeah, I know that you don't like that. That being said, my B guys uh, so far that I've listed have been C.J. Stroud and Richardson. Um, yeah, okay, that's fair. I have him with Richardson uh-huh. and Fields on that level and four other guys who we'll get to later. My thing is with Pickett is Pickett's a good quarterback in a bad system, and until he's out of that system, it's hard for me to put him higher than a C-plus right now. Yeah, but the thing for me, he wins games in a bad system, and he's usually the reason they win these games because of the clutch drives in the fourth quarter. He doesn't turn the ball over, and that's part of the reason why they win games too because mm-hmm. – 
as the offensive coordinator actually said, he said this offense is not designed to come back from big leads. And he um he said as long as we don't turn the football over, we should win most weeks, which is proving true. Yeah. I just I um I can't I haven't seen enough of him with like I just really haven't seen enough. Like, I've seen some picket, but, you know, he's in his second year, and it's been with a terrible team so far. So, until I can Whoa, whoa. Four and two. Come on now. offensive team. Okay. There you go. That's what I meant. I, <laughs> I'm talking strictly offense in yep. these. Offensive scheme. The talent's fine. Yeah. But I feel like he get, does get set up well with defense, and I think he's good. And, but I just can't justify putting him higher than a C-plus right now simply due to the fact that I – that's fair. Until he doesn't have Canada. But yeah. I do think he does have – he shows flashes and he has that clutch gene, which a lot of quarterbacks do not have. Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> Why Beak? I think he's on par with uh, these guys where in the regards where he's not like a, a superhuman talent, but he wins games and he's a reason his team wins games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's a solid quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over. He wins games for the team. Um, next up, I'm going to have uh, someone that people have been saying is better than Pickett and I don't agree with. I'm going to have Brock Purdy out there. Yeah, it's completely capped. And I'm going to put him a tier below. I have him in the C tier. I have Brock Purdy in C+. Plus. Which I have Pickett and B, so. Yeah, so we still have a great difference. And I have Deshaun Watson and B- minus for reference. <laughs> um, for me, he's been blessed by having a great team, but he's just a, he's a good game manager again. Uh, but I don't think he's necessarily a great quarterback. He does his job well, and that's literally give it to Christian McCaffrey or throw it to a wide-open Ayuk when he has eight seconds to pass the ball. Yeah. So had it not been for his performance last night, I would have him in B minus with Deshaun Watson, but he was the reason his team lost the game last night. Yeah. So I'm going to put him in C plus because he does what he needs to do for them to win most weeks. But he's not, he's not an average NFL quarterback. I think he's slightly below average when you put everyone in the same situation. I don't think he's ever going to be the reason that a team wins. No, he's a but he's he, a game manager. He is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, where do you have Jimmy G? I have Jimmy G in C, right below Brock Purdy right now. <laughs> I think he's over the hill. He's not what he once was, which was a good enough game manager to get you to a Super Bowl. Okay. Right now, he's not that good anymore. You're, again, my list is different because I included an F- tier. You have Garoppolo in F-? Actually, you know no, what? No, 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 no. I included that. I have him as an F-tier quarterback right I'm going to put Jimmy Garoppolo in D-tier. I don't think he's as good as Zach Wilson or Baker Mayfield right now. His stats for the year, he has 1,079 yards, seven touchdowns, eight picks. Yeah, I'm throwing him in D tier. Um, That's on me. He has these stats when you go out and have considerably the best receiver in the league in Devontae Adams out there. And uh, a top three pass-catching running back in yeah. the league. And Jacoby Myers is also – he's been a stud. Yeah, um, and he, refusal to throw the ball to your rookie tight end, yeah. who is actually very good. Drafted in the second round. Yeah. Could have been first-round talent, too. I just think that Jimmy Garoppolo has been very good at handing the ball off, and we saw him benefit a lot from being – we saw him benefit a lot because he was on the 49ers for years. 
Correct. And he could game manage and kind of get through it because they were winning games. But now that they're not winning games, I feel like he's been exposed in the sense where he's not that good of a quarterback. He goes so, out there and he's very – Are we talking about mid. Jimmy G or Brock Purdy? Because I think they're the same thing. I, think, <laughs> I feel like if you throw Brock Purdy – On the Raiders. On the Raiders, it's going to be a very similar outcome. Yeah. But because they're winning, I have him higher. Correct. Um, that is exactly how I feel about both of those guys. <laughs> So that's kind of that's why I have him so low. I feel like he's been one of the worst quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I'm gonna throw out an F minus quarterback for me though. Daniel Jones. Yeah, I don't have an F minus, so I have Daniel Jones an F. Yeah, he's just I mean, one of the I mean not one of he is the most overpaid quarterback in NFL history. Not worth any amount of money. I don't even think he's good enough to start in any NFL. Tyrod has passed him in touchdowns now. Yeah. Um, yeah, in his in his uh, five games he played against Dallas, Arizona, San Fran, Seattle, Miami, uh, eight hundred eighty four yards. Oh my! Two touchdowns, six picks. And Wasn't he, he the highest paid quarterback in the NFL at one point? Yeah, paid higher than Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. well, no, Mahomes just got his. Research. No, but at the time. At the time, yes. That's um, insane. Yeah, he's been terrible. His best game was against Arizona, where he was obviously the worst team he's played. Yeah, threw two touchdowns and a pick against the number thirty-two defense in the league. Um, well, maybe that's what you get when you draft a quarterback from Duke in the first round. That's yeah. a reoccurring joke, but it's true. I just don't think he's good. I, he, I, people argued last year, and I never won them. He can't throw the ball. That's kind of important for that position. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, he's above average speed. <laughs> Flippy. Yeah, he does have to run a lot because that offensive line, but he just doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't add anything. No, he, he doesn't. He makes him worse. He some of the plays he makes, he just throws it to the defense. He's like, oh man. He ended Kenny Galladay's career. Yeah, that's not even that false. Kenny Galladay is he in the league? No, he was really good with Detroit, like top twenty good. Goes to New York and Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Doesn't play. I'm gonna <laughs> next up. I'm gonna name a top five quarterback. In an alternate universe, we have Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah, in the CFL. Uh, <laughs> maybe. I have Dak Prescott in the C-plus tier. Uh, I have him in I have him B-minus, just ahead of Brock Purdy. Uh, I have him along with Deshaun Watson. I think that's about the right range for him. He could – I mean, so my B-minus tier are guys that could win you football games but could also lose you football games. I don't have a B-minus tier, I'll say that, so my C-plus is pretty much a B-minus. Right. Same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I have him where he can win football games, but I feel like with the talent he's had around him, that offensive line, the receivers, he makes a lot of bad decisions and mm-hmm. a lot of reasons that they lose games. But he is he's still a C-plus because he can be a lot of reasons that they win games too. Yeah. It just depends on what Dak shows up. But I feel like he's kind of the threshold for very average. Um, yeah, I would say he's probably middle of the pack. Sixteen isn't unreasonable for him. Yeah, completely agree. So he's just he's there. Uh, next, I have another dude in that list. I'm gonna go with uh, Russell Wilson. I have him in B minus also. Yeah, I feel same like level. Russell Wilson has overhated this year. He's played really. I wouldn't say really good, but he's played better than last year. Yeah, much better than last year. Which is why last year I'd have had him in. D. It's their defense that's kind of been struggling more than their offense throughout the year. Mm-hmm. and Which I is crazy because of they have more talent on that side yeah. of the ball. And they're actually only winning games because of Russell Wilson right now. Mm-hmm. The problem is they're not really winning that many games. No, they're 2-5, and five, right? So, But the ones they have won have be, 
been on Russ's shoulder pretty much, but I feel like he's not above any of the guys, you know, above him, obviously, and I feel like he kind of sits there. I'd put him, like, I don't know. He's C-plus, but I'd put him probably below Pickett and Dak. Yeah, I would too. Anything else to add to Russ? Um, he uh, he burnt the house down trying to cook last year. Uh, this year he's only burning down the shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up I have Joe Burr. So this one was tough. I don't. I didn't know where to put him. Because obviously he was just terrible, just maybe D tier to start the year, talent like uh, performance wise, but he stepped up recently. I'm gonna throw him in B, just because he is Joe Burrow, and he has been good recently. B for Burrow. <laughs> I have him still below like guys like Herbert, Goff, and Lawrence, who we haven't got to yet, but I have him on the same tier as Fields, well, we've gotten to Richardson, Pickett. What's that? Oh wait, you're saying Lawrence? Just Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have him on the same tier as Fields, Richardson, Pickett, guys like that. See, I have him B-plus right now. Uh, I have him there because he started off very slow, like you said, like a G-tier, maybe even F-tier to start. He was awful at the beginning. But um, it's Joe Burrow. He bounced back. I feel like he's looked a lot better. Uh, Rough few weeks, maybe it was due to the injury. But I feel like, you know, I feel like he's still a top 10 quarterback in the league. Mm. Um I have him comparable with other guys that we haven't listed yet, but I have him below Herbert, Mahomes, Goff, and then, you know, Lamar Tua. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fair. Uh, next up we have Kirk Cousins. See, Kirk Cousins has played so well, but his team has not. Um, I have him in B with Burrow, Fields, Richardson, Pickett, those groups. I have him in B with uh, Stroud and Richardson right now, uh, which I have another quarterback in that tier, but I feel like he wins games, uh, but I don't have him better than these players. I guess my grading criterion was a little different than yours. Yeah. But I feel like he wins games out there, but they haven't been winning this year, so I can't put him higher than B. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like he's a very – He's a pretty B quarterback for his career. He's a a solid quarterback. I feel like he – big win they just had. He – He's good. I'll say he's good. Yeah. But he's not great. He's probably top. Uh, that's tough to top answer. Top 12, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's but about right. Probably at 12. Of 12, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, next up, I have Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, I have in B plus with Goff, uh, Herbert. I think he's below guys in the A tier just because of he doesn't have the ability that those guys have. I have him B plus uh, with Burrow right now because he, I don't, know, he has the ability to win games like these other guys. I feel like he's less consistent than some of the other ones, but I feel like he's a very good quarterback. Yeah, B yeah, plus he, is still he wins. Very elite. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't win. I'm saying like he doesn't have like alien tendencies. That's something he. Um, I also agree he can't do some of the stuff like he couldn't do any of the moves that Lamar or Mahomes could do. Yeah. But he's gonna go out there. He's gonna throw some nice balls. And he's going to win games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He will throw nice balls. Next up, uh, I have Dallas Allen. I have Josh and A. I think he's actually done the most he can without like any help from his offensive coordinator. 
he still had three really, really good Josh Allen games this year, mm-hmm. and he's going to have more. You know he will. He's going to bounce back eventually. I think he will, but with Dorsey out there, I have him in B+. I have him below, right now uh, on the season, below Herbert, Mahomes, and Goff. Yeah, uh, I have him fourth right now below Tua, Jackson, and Mahomes. I have him fourth. But I will say I think he's better than Burrow, and I think he's better like this year, I, and I think he's been better than T-Law. Uh, yeah. But I think until he's calling the plays on his own, he um, it's very tough. He also has um, the clutch genes such as Pickett or Mahomes has yeah. where the end of the game he's always going to come up and he's always going to, you know, he – even the Patriots game that just happened, he came up, he went down, got a touchdown. It was on defense that, you know. Uh-huh. It's weird that you say that because I definitely agree that he does have it, and somehow he's still 0-4 in overtime games. Yeah, I feel like that's just bad beat. That's bad luck out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's more that of flipping the coin. The Buccaneers literally. game, he was kind of screwed. I don't know if you remember that one. But I do. Yeah. We were down big. We came back, and then some crucial penalties at the end mm-hmm. completely gave it. Well, it was Tom play. Brady, so that was to be expected. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel he. I mean, has the Jets won punt return for a touchdown. Like, that's not yeah. on him either. But the offense did stay. Yeah, I, but like you know, when you're they're Fire- probably not scoring with Zach Wilson there. Yeah. So when you're from Fireball, California, I mean, you don't. You don't <laughs> when you go to University time. of Wyoming, you know. Yeah. Uh, next up, I have Hertz. Uh, Hertz, I have in B plus. I have because I think he's better than Burrow. Fields, Pickett, Cousins, Richardson types, but not. I mean, I have him in the last spot in B plus behind Goff, Lawrence, and Herbert, because he just hasn't impressed me. But like the Eagles are one of the best teams in football, and he's their quarterback, mm-hmm. and he's been decent enough. He's not like a Brock Purdy type. He's a rich man's Brock Purdy, I think, as he benefits from his situation. But he's also got way more ability. Yeah, um, where a lot of these quarterbacks, I knock that first. I put him in B. Um, the highest B though, I put him a, ahead of Stroud, Richardson, and uh, he's borderline B plus for me. I have him below Stroud. Stroud's in my A. Hmm. Um, with Hurts though, my thing is is where a lot of these quarterbacks I knocked knocked on him, and I was like, you know, they're benefiting from a good place, or that I can't put him higher because they don't win games. He wins games. Uh, my thing is he's never been between a rock and a hard place. He's never struggled uh, because the weapons around him and until he actually has just a poorer team i can't put him any higher than that he has ability but he doesn't impress me his arms he doesn't impress me like these other guys and his arm strength is severely overrated uh he really doesn't have that good of an arm so he makes good reads but he's not throwing yeah balls yeah he wins i'd I'd give him like an 80 86 throw power Uh, i give him like a 86 overall in madden i'd give him like a 53 (laughs) Okay. I give him like an eighty eight overall in Madden actually. That's that's not too fair. Next up I have Gino. Gino I have him in B. He's my last B tier. Um actually I have him just below Burrow as the second best B tier quarterback. Whoa. I have him actually uh I have him C plus, which I have him the highest C plus, borderline B to me. I feel like he's a little below these guys, but he's also winning games for them out there. Um, uh, I like Gino. I have him just above uh, Dak and Pickett and Ross. Uh, I think he's a good quarterback. He's yeah. old, but <laughs> he's good though. I mean, he he wins yeah. games. He puts up solid stats. Like nothing crazy. He's like he's the definition uh, definition of above average quarterback. 
how Dak's the definition of average. And I'm definition of a bandit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, Is that yeah. it? No, 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 no. There's uh, more, right? Yeah, we're down to a few, and then we'll Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I have him in B plus, just ahead of Dak. You have him much higher than I have as well. I'm gonna actually. I have him C. Um, I think that. I think he's been all right. I don't think he's wowed me in any way. Um, I feel like he's had really good performances in losses. Yeah, which is kind of been his whole career. Yeah. He's just his career stats are average. If that like yeah. six touchdowns, four picks. That's what my B minus tier is: is average quarterbacks. So yeah, that's kind of I don't know. I I guess I could bump him up to C plus honestly, but I don't think he's wowed me in a sense where I could put him higher. He'd be a low C plus for me, mm-hmm. which yeah, which is like my B minus, which is like your B minus pretty much. But it's it's Derek Carr. He's like a he's like a rich man's David Carr. <laughs> what, is that <laughs> no, true? No, I don't think, I don't so. think so at all. Uh, I don't. Know. <laughs> Go Saints, though. Matt Stafford, I have, is my final quarterback in B minus below Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson and Dak. He's just a regular C for me. Since yeah, I mean nothing crazy for Matt he, Stafford. I think for his career he's much higher, but I feel like he's been he's old. He's, he's old. thirty four. He, yeah, he was hurt last year, which showed a lot, and I feel like he it looks better than last year, but he's not flashy like he did the year he won the Super Bowl. Right. So. And I think he is underperforming considering he has two of the top ten receivers in the NFL. Yeah. And Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Puka! Puka! Bryce Young is next. Uh, Bryce Young, out of all the rookies, has kind of been very... Meh. Yeah. Uh, I have him at C as well, where I think he has a ceiling, but with how bad the team's been, I can't put him any higher than a C. Uh, I just feel like he's been... Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have him in feel- C also, but I have much more important news to break to you. Who's My going? Sabres analysis from earlier is already outdated. Tage Thompson has scored a goal. Tage! Too pretty for the sport. Too gorgeous, and he's 6'7", too. Honestly, I feel like he'd be an A-tier quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he is tall. He is gorgeous. But going back to Bryce Young, I do have him in C. He's been pretty average, just I, above Zach Wilson for me. You can, I, I don't pretty below average. Agree. Sorry. I think the best word to describe Bryce Young is okay. Drew Brees light. Yeah. Just not nearly as good. Which is just, like light, light. You can. I can't say he's like good. non-alcoholic Drew Brees. <laughs> I can't say he's good. I can't say he's bad. He's there. Yeah, not a first overall pick though. He's there's two Definitely better in that entire class. Um. Speaking of uh, nothing, actually, I'm going Sam Howell. I have him in C plus above those guys. I just think he's better than Baker, uh, Young, and Wilson. I have him on par with Brock Purdy, but I do think he has a lot more ability than Brock Purdy. He just needs consistency. He's another C tier guy for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. I, I. He doesn't have a good offense, but I feel like he's overperformed in the sense where people are writing him off immediately. Including me at first, where they had him as a D or F type quarterback. Yeah. Yep, that's fair. I don't much stand Sam Howell. Go Bills. Um, <laughs> future Bills legend. Yeah. Okay. Desmond Ritter. I have him in D. I also have him in D. We agree uh, on this one. Yeah. I think he sucks. Yeah, it's really good when you're walking into the end zone and you decide to cough it up for a touchback. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. 
of Desmond Ritter. Not a fan. Or the Falcons in general now because of what happened Bijan, to my fantasy team. Kyle Pitts doesn't get any touches either. Yeah. At least let me know if Bijan's not feeling well, please. Yeah. The NFL's investigating that. Good. They need to actually relocate to Olean. <laughs> <laughs> During my entrance, they're going to play go. in Bradner Stadium. <laughs> they actually were talking about um, relocating to Buffalo. <laughs> but they were going to play on the harbor. In the harbor, actually. Oh, they're gonna, Buffalo's going to get an NFL team finally? Yeah. Uh, a team that wins. <laughs> yeah, because they win so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have actually probably some pretty bad guys then. Kyler's hurt. But don't care. We can yeah. put Josh Dobbs. Josh, Josh Dobbs, D. Yeah. Not great. D. Don't not F. About not it. great. Um, F minus. We're going to go with Mac Jones. I have him in D just I, because of the performance he had on Sunday alone. I just don't think he should be there still. <laughs> yeah, no. The Bills shoot themselves. But the he is better than my F-tier quarterbacks, which are Daniel Jones and a guy that we don't even need to talk about. I have Ryan Tannehill he's, in F. He, I will say he's a rich man's F-. minus. <laughs> <laughs> I, it doesn't make sense, but I know exactly what you mean. I think than, he was the last one that's on the list other than Tannehill who doesn't deserve our time of day. Actually, I do. No, no, no. I do. Give me a minute. Um, I actually just created a new tier. Uh, Mac Jones? No, 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 no. I have F, which is Jimmy G, F minus, which is Mac, Daniel Jones. And then below that, I have this tier called Ryan Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. He's on his own island, but not in a good way. It's like Revis Island if he's bad at the sport. Yeah. So, I don't know. He's on an island at the quarterback position. (laughs) (laughs) He, He just... Maybe three years ago, he would have been an F-tier quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> now he's, Maybe. Now he's Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. And he just... He's his own tier. He, their receivers have been outdone by one player in the last two years, I believe, A.J. Brown. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like he doesn't have weapons anymore. Like, Duke Hopkins great, is there. But you have DeAndre Hopkins. You have Derrick Henry. They have Their weapons are pretty much the same as the Buffalo Bills right now. Really, it's not that like different. I think Diggs is better, and James Cook is eh, not better than Derrick Henry. But right, I don't know. I just he sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. Um, what do we got? Game picks? Uh, I do game picks, but we're already over time by about thirty minutes. Okay. So we're just gonna say that the games are gonna be played this week. Yep. And we hope you guys enjoy. It. Um, I will tell you this: upset special of the week. Steelers are beating the Jags at home. Know that. I will tell you that I will not be watching the Bills game because I have a play for the honors program. Uh Uh-oh, Nate's in Hamlet. He's in the play, by the way. (laughs) I saw Hamilton last year. This year, I don't – it's free to something. I don't know what it is, but we're going to see it, and we're not going to see the Bills game. And honestly, it's probably for the better of my (laughs) well-being. Who are the Bills – oh, they're Thursday night. Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm going to watch it for you. I'm going (laughs) to – I'm glad. I'll make sure to look through your eyes. (laughs) I think that the Bills – my bold take this week is that – Josh Allen still looks average, um, and I feel like one touchdown, one no, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown, one pick, W. I think the Bills win like thirteen ten, like something stupid. Yeah, terrible they're Thursday make it night game. Super close uh, because that's what they do. They should win, and then they're gonna come out and they're gonna. Like, I don't know why our offense wasn't good. Yeah. So, and then Diggs is gonna throw. I say over. Under, Diggs throws over half a cooler. I think I think he breaks a tablet this week. <laughs> is that the over under? Yes. Okay. Um, hammer the over. Yeah, hammer the over. Uh, Shout out to Murphy. I turned the mic on just so that Travis could say hello real quick, and then we'll leave. 
Shout out Ken Dorsey. Shout out Ken Dorsey. <laughs> Shout out Sam Cooney, Landon Cooney, Jeff Cooney, the Cooney family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Shout also, out to me. Happy birthday to me Saturday. Happy birthday to Brandon Saturday. We're also going to put uh, the Cooney family, we're going to put their home address in case you want to visit them in the description. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. But thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, Shout yeah. out Uncle Scott. I know he's listening. <laughs> we love Scott. Uh, shout out Granddad. He's not listening, but we love him. Yeah, even if he was, he couldn't hear it. <laughs> Low key. <laughs> go Sabers. Go Bills. Uh, Say Steelers, it. Say uh, it. Steelers going to Super Bowl. There you go. All, All right. right. Clocking out. Bye, guys.